Hi, I'm Jackie Jones and welcome to my podcast, Living Life Being Human, the number one podcast for anxiety, stress and mental health support. Don't forget to click subscribe to be notified of my latest podcast episodes. And if you get any value from this podcast, please support me by leaving a review. It really does help me out and it motivates me to keep making these podcasts. You can connect with me on social media at Jackie Jones Coaching and subscribe to my YouTube channel to get weekly videos all around anxiety, stress and mental health. I hope you enjoy this episode. of my chat with the wonderful Nikki Cullen. In this part two we are going to be talking about reflecting. Um, I talk a little bit about journaling. Nikki mentions that there are two directions to anxiety which really piqued my interest and that you can take control back of your life. We talk a little bit about our awareness and how that can shift. We talk about personality differences and where that can come from, from our childhood and how it can impact on us as adults. We also touch on social media. We can't have a podcast without touching on social media and how to focus on what you can control. So this is the conclusion of the chat with Nikki Cullen. You can find ways to connect with Nikki in the show notes so feel free to have a look at that and jump over because he is an amazing bloke that has so many words of wisdom to share with everybody from his own experience and from his his learnings and discovering techniques and yeah just just listen i i i can listen to nikki for hours love his accent love his voice and love what he's got to say so take care and enjoy the episode trained in transactional analysis but I've also done hypnotherapy I've done NLP I've done a bit of tapping I've done Reiki um I I'm one of those people that I just like learning new things Mm. and if that can help somebody else then that's brilliant you know I'm not protective of my training if there's something else that's out there then then Mm. I'm up for giving it a shot yeah that's cool I've recently looked at um journaling as part of therapy therapeutic journaling which i think is is brilliant yeah i i would i mean that's integrated into the my my i hate saying me the the free your mind program i hate being i hate the thought of being a brand having a brand that's named after me but it's like but it's it's it can be hugely cathartic for people just to get especially when it comes to resentment and not right not fully understanding thing, and trying to make sense of logical sense of something that's yeah. rattling around your mind causing you despair yeah. if you just vomit all that anger resentment frustration confusion everything out in a piece of paper it's like you'll feel so much lighter yeah and it's nice to reflect back on as well. Do you know what I mean? Jesus, look where I was this time last week. I'm, I'm just not in that same frame of mind anymore. Everything's changed. And then you might go down again. But knowing that you always come up the other side, that to me is, is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah absolutely. Um, I used to do video, you know, the audio thing in your phone? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I used to... 
I, I got lazy with the journaling. So I was just like, <laughs> I, I love I, it. I just record audios and give it, give an update of, of my day. Um, and I'm like, I, I was just kind of bored. It was like last, not this Christmas, but the Christmas before. And I was just going through a few of them from, from years ago. And I was just here going like, holy shit. You know, like I'm crying in some of them and I'm just saying like, fucking like I'm, you know, losing the, losing all will. Um, and it, it was really quite fascinating. I was even kind of contemplating sharing some of them, but like it was pretty embarrassing. So I decided not to, um, but I, I maybe do one day, but yeah. I think that's like, amazing. The journey, that, that's, when I was doing my training, the bloke who owned the Institute said that therapy is a process, not an event. And I think that really stuck with me because at the time I just wanted him, tell me what to do and I'll do it. I, I can't be doing with the process. It's too long and it's too painful. And I just want to get to the end and sort my shit out. But the process is the part that we get so much from. <laughs> However bad it seems in that moment, that is part of the process of coming out the other side. Mm. So what you're saying about reflecting back and it's even more you know, emotional on an audio than what it is written down, I would imagine. For you to play that back and listen to the, the you then, <laughs> that must have been yeah. massive for you. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get too emotional with it. I was just kind of like, laughing just <laughs> maybe that's um, the best way to do it not that I, I i don't get emotional or anything like that i was just listening going yeah fuck that that sucks but it, it it also it wasn't from from you know it was it, it was like closer to the there were it wasn't when i was in a constant state of of despair yeah so so like if i were to rewind like those first five years were were i would i wouldn't i would flat out refuse like if you know take me off this earth no yeah. way i would go through them again no way they were absolutely brutal beyond order so you know if i i think if i was listening to to that to like I didn't do it then either but if I was yeah. listening to, to myself back then you know because I used to just like cry with my head in the pillow couldn't sleep um yeah it sucked but, you know. I just find it fascinating that you found that one book that literally changed everything for you that that's that's how quick things can shift mm. and, and you know it yeah, resonated you read the back and something hit you that that's all it takes sometimes to see that yeah. crack in the door yeah i mean it was the inspiration on like um still still took a while yeah but, yeah but um no i mean like i'm forever grateful for it. unfortunately the author is dead i would like i'd love to have just like i didn't you know you're all in your own head but i never had the 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 uh I never registered just to message her at the time just to say thank you and how much of an impact it had and when yeah. I kind of 
came to my senses on that one, uh, she'd passed. So, um, yeah, never, that, that, that's kind of like a little regret I had, but it's like, I mean, that's what I, like, because with anxiety, with anxiety disorders, you know, you know this, they can go in, they can go in two, they're only going in two directions, right? They're getting better or things are getting substantially worse, right? Yeah. Like they can kind of plateau for a while and um, they certainly do, but like they, in, through avoidance, um, but like it's still, it's building up to, and it's going to get worse down the line unless you're actively, actively trying to, to make things better. And, you know, the, the, like I do love what I do, right? I, I love it. I love the kind of the challenge of the blog and all that kind of stuff. And the, but the, you know, I, I also think that, and like, I love the, the one-on-one work. That's, that's what I, I, I really love, but there's, there's also a part like, you know, I'd, I'd probably rather have not had gone through it and be doing yeah. something else with my life. Right. Cause it wasn't like, it, it basically, took an entire decade away um and that's not me looking for pity plays or anything that's just like a reality I had had plenty of laughs because I was just going out getting drunk and doing whatever to escape it so it's not like those years were completely lost on me but you know they're they're quite like that's a real formative decade where you can like really explore things and and grow into yourself and find your confidence and stuff like that so you know i had like well i was fucking look like a 50 year old back then like because the stress was just like so much yeah and 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 that's what kind of like that is the only reason i do what i do is like most of the help i got was really it, it wasn't even it was really bad and it wasn't for a lack of trying and, you know, it was for a lack of ability. Um, and uh, I've just found that you can, like, you can help people. Um, I'm not saying eradicate it completely. For some people you can, but, like, no. but you can yeah. really, like, you can really take control back of your life, especially with a, with an anxiety disorder and just, like, yeah. have to deal with inconvenient anxiety from time to time and that's 100 percent. yeah yeah and and it, it's it's to me there's a lot of stuff about looking inside and and we're all unique that's why we resonate with some people and not others there's not a one one thing that's going to help everybody so it, it's no. about me working on okay i know what triggers me now i know instantly when I've been triggered and I'm going down that road so I can slow it down whereas without that awareness I end up in a shit place and I don't know how I've got there (laughs) and I don't know how to get out whereas now it's like sometimes I jump in that hole totally 100% knowing that I'm doing it and I'm just in a funk and I just want to be in that shit place for a day or so and then I come out of it there's a lot of awareness around that yeah yeah. You know, sometimes I just feel like being a cow and I'm, I'm just going to do it. It's just like that. Well, sorry, it's a shit day today, so you're going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's very true. I mean, like, you know, I think 2020 would have 
and shit I mean it's continuing into 2021 but it's like some days you just gotta like I think I think one of the the problems many many of us fall into is trying too hard you know like there is like this kind of balance you have to find I find like like quite intellectual people are are, are really fixated on the on, on knowing everything about the, the mind and anxiety and the connection between the body and the gut health and blah 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 and they're they're over intellectualizing themselves and like they're starting one program but they're moving on over to the, over to the other and they're yeah i've tried everything and you're going ah, you're not really committing though like because you should only focus on one thing at a time and uh just wait till to gather that strength and momentum because it crushes your confidence and it like you know it's it's like it can take your confidence from you know like crashing right down to the ground yeah like from a hundred to zero just like that and it does not go back up that quickly and if you make good decisions and you get good help you can seriously expedite the process but if you make bad this bad decisions and get bad help or you try to avoid it you're just gonna you think things can't get worse but yeah i don't want to play that game anymore no no and you know it fascinates me how people respond so differently to the same event you know and we, we tend to push that out it's because of the pandemic that i feel the way that i do and the reality is not everybody feels the same. So we can't blame it on COVID. Mm. You know, if it was COVID's fault, then we would all be reacting in the same way. When, when you know, two weeks ago, the GCSEs got cancelled, there was an awful lot of people posting about how devastating this is going to be for the young people and they're going to lose their education and it's affecting their mental health and it's all doom and gloom. My son walked in after the announcement asked Alexa to play Celebrate and was dancing around the kitchen, happy as Larry. So, you know, not everybody is impacted in the same way. No. Something that's going on, which is really good. (laughs) There's uh, like a million variables at play. I took a course recently in in, uh, the Big Five personality models. The, you know the ocean ocean model openness and like that's so fascinating to, yeah. to me like how you can kind of predict outcomes and and how they're often set in stone and there's some sort of research that like you know i think it's kind of like i think a little less than 40 or 50 percent is 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 you know from when we're born yeah. and then in our early years the rest is like like set from our environment and that includes what comes from our parents later on little big traumas or minor traumas can significantly uh throw you off kilter but without without i think this is actually something that when i came across it i was here going shit we this should be talked about more yeah. Uh, because especially with social media, there is research. I don't quote me on or cite me on like do your own research, but yeah. I think there's research that says something like 
at least 80 percent, maybe maybe up closer to the 90 percentile of people are not happy with their personalities and want to change. Now, if you go on to Instagram or Google or YouTube or any any number of these platforms, you're looking at people that like are extremely extroverted, are putting up a facade, are you know, showing this beautiful, glorious life that they're living. And, um, and, and young, especially in, in, you know, like the millennials are bad, but the actual, the generation coming after them, the iGen, uh, they're, they're in way worse state than millennials. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like, I want, I want to be like a card, you know, Maybe not a Kardashian, like, but like, let's just use the Kardashian. They got yep. shit on all over the place. <laughs> Bless them. I've kind of just stopped talking about them because, like, maybe they're not actually that bad people. But yeah, it's, um, you know, if you're looking at that and you're wanting to embody that personality, but it's like, it's before you were born, it was decided that that's not the kind of personality that you have maybe so interesting i don't know if this is research or it this came up just in conversations or observations from people i think it's more observations that yeah. like a, a sample gave out but a lot of people discovered that they were were able to embrace their introversion while before covid they were fighting it yeah. You know, they, yeah. they, they felt like they had to be the life and soul of the party and, and, and all these kind of things. And then, of course, if you bring neuroticism into the mix, that's where, like, you might, like, that predisposition to anxiety, to depression, depression mood disorders, etc. And that might be going, like, it would be interesting to see if they... I'm not like I'm sure there are some studies but like if you could measure the temperament you're here going like where they where did they score on the neuroticism scale yeah before they before they you know ended up feeling perpetually anxious or or depressed as a result of COVID and of course then you know there's obviously there's so many factors involved but like when we're watching negative news, it, it, it creates, we're thinking negatively and we think every thought we have creates a reaction, a physical, physiological reaction in our body. So it, like if we're constantly looking at Instagram or whatever, and just going like pining for this life that like we don't have, yeah. that yeah. creates a reaction in our body, not a positive one. If we're if we're constantly looking on the news and there's people going to war over Brexit and you all the 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 conspiracy theorists and like the the, the anti-vaccine movement and however you feel about that I don't care but and and then just seeing people swarming Capitol Hill and it's kind of addictive. You're just here going like, oh, right, well, well, what fucked up shit is going on in the world today that's going to entertain me? Yeah. And like, so you put it, and you don't like, we don't really take stock of actually the impact that this can, this, this can have. 
yeah. On our, on our outlook, on our mental health. I think there's a fine line in being aware of what's happening in the world and, and it impacting on us. I did it when the COVID first started. I had Sky News on 24-7 and was getting so anxious. And then suddenly, well, why would I not? I'm just bombarded with all these figures and death and doom and gloom and Christ knows what else. So I, I turned it off. I stopped watching. Yeah. So And yeah. Even, even the fights, that, that the fights in social media, they're like insane and just like to 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 read the comment section has to be has to be one of the worst things for your health and just like like pro masks calling people who are anti-masks idiots yeah i'm thinking well that's not going to really help resolve the issue if you're going to insult them and put them down it's like it's it's they're, it's both crazy, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. W whatever you think, it's not necessarily the best approach to to try and influence something, someone into your way of thinking. Um, and all, you, like, really all we can do is we have our beliefs and we also have our biases. And you just, like, I know we, we, we absolutely need certainty. So just, just, just focus on what you can control. Yeah, like 100%. You can, mask, you can be a law-abiding citizen, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Or you can be a rebel. It can be a mixture, mixture of both. I, I mean, I think most people um, who follow the, the guidelines also rebel when it's convenient for them as well. I know yeah. my mother is in this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just find it all fascinating. We are all unique. And what you were saying then about, you know, whether we're born with a certain personality, again you know that's part of my training is that we have a life script and it's formed before the age of seven which i find fascinating you know there's yeah. an old chinese proverb that says give me the boy of seven and i'll give you the man which basically means you know we are what we are at seven years old unless we start to become more aware of things and make a choice to change that's yeah. the hope i always have you know, we've been mm. an ex-foster carer. Some of the kids that we had have been through horrendous trauma. But I had to have hope that they had the ability to re-decide how to live their life. You know, it's not mm. all our childhood, that's it, we're done, we're going to be shit adults. It, that's not how it works. We always have a choice. Yeah. No, absolutely. That, that to me is, is massive, you know, to, to empower people to understand that, yeah, I didn't have that good of an upbringing, but that doesn't need to dictate the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You can, you can make a decision, but like to, 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 to show them the disrespect or to say that like, yes, you, you are at a disadvantage. It's going to take you more effort than it might take, like, you know, we're, we're not foolish like equality doesn't exist yeah um, yeah but but what what i find really interesting and in, like to go back to the the personality stuff is it's like it's kind of like it, it's a, a little different to what you were speaking on there but it's like what we want is like because there's like the internet tells us we can be whoever we can be. We can be on, anyone can be an entrepreneur. All you have to do is decide to do it and, and blah, blah, blah. And that's not, that's just so 
inaccurate. Yeah. Based on IQ, personality, like there's so many layers that just like that makes that statement absolutely false. Um, and uh, you know, when you have people just going like, "Shit, that's who I want to be," that like I would need to aspire to be aspired to aspire to be like them. I need to make, you know, it's not even about making six figures. It's about like I need to be a multimillionaire and all that kind of stuff. And 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 so many like influencers and i guess they are influencers but they're they're low moral influencers are just like so hell-bent and just like so delighted to take as much money as they possibly can off these people feeding them a pipe dream that they know only a very very small percentage yeah. will realize there was something on the news yesterday and i thought oh my god this is tragic I think it was, it was either in China or Japan. I'm not sure which one. But there's a university where people can go and pay a fortune to learn how to be an influencer. And there was like row upon row upon row of these young girls all dressed in a pink T-shirt with a microphone and a light in front of them, just learning how to do TikTok and Instagram posts and everything. And it's a university around how to be an influencer. Jesus. How bad is that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, holy. It's just that, the, like, the, I definitely know people that are, are, are actually influencers. Like, sometimes I, I get emails quite, like, reg, well, a few a week of these people wanting me to, to push products and stuff like that. And they, they refer to me as an influencer. I'm here going, have you I was just about to say that, and that's what you are. You're one of them. <laughs> no, not, a, I've, I deleted my Instagram last year uh, completely. Um, and then I set up a new one and I, sh I shouldn't have fucking deleted it. It was, a <laughs> but I, was just, I was kind of pissed off with, with social media and I wanted to just get rid of my Instagram. But uh, no, I, I definitely am not an influencer at all. But I know people that are actually influencers, like not, they wouldn't categorize themselves as influencers, but they've, they've done something they believe in uh, with, with the goal of being able to sustain themselves and, and create a business. Yeah. And it, it has had extraordinary success, in some cases, millions of, of subscribers. And um, it's like their intention was never to have this kind of like, it was always about the message that they wanted to. To, to bring or anything like that whereas now with a lot of people it's like I want to be an influencer because because I want because that's like because I don't know so it's kind of like it's kind of like I want to be an actor you know yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it, 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 I get it yeah 
So there are some really good people out there that are spreading really important messages, but then there's also the other side of that, you know, and social yeah. media is, is, I can type in, I don't know, strapless bra on Google and suddenly all these adverts are coming up about, you know, what you can do. And our social media is just designed specifically for us to target us with the things that we would be interested in. And that's, that's, manipulating us that's what gets me about it all i'm only seeing what people think i want to see so my vision is is being purposefully narrowed yeah yeah i mean if you if you you know if you have a moment of insecurity and you you google something or you you like the ads are just 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 coming and that insecurity is just hammered down, hammered down, hammered down. Uh, and their their objective is is always to, to break you. I mean, there's I'm not a I'm not a I don't believe I believe social media is it's not I believe it's more bad than good, but it's not all bad. No, yeah. Um, and uh, but I don't I don't like the way I think there needs to be a lot lot like more restrictions around it. I think it's like I think it's potentially like I, I know there's not a lot of concrete, well respected studies that actually say social media is responsibility is responsible for the increased numbers of suicides between preteen girls and teen girls. Okay. Yeah. So but I'm taking the stance where you're going to have to show me a, a, a credible study that says otherwise, because it's the, the correlation is, is, and there are some studies, but it's, it's too, for me, it's too obvious. I could be wrong, but that is my belief. And I think that parents obviously have a responsibility the, the tech companies have a massive responsibility. The governments have a, have a huge responsibility too. And to a lesser extent, the content creators and, yeah. and, and, and the companies. Um, I mean, it, 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 it's a moral thing down at that level. I mean, it's a moral thing at every level, but you, know, you don't expect too much from not any of them really. Um, but like, like with, with schools, I'd be like, if, if I had a kid, I'd be like, I'd be trying to rally the parents to, to kind of bring back the dumb phones because I hear that actually it's the teachers are saying that, um, and I, I, who was it? Simon, Simon, or Simon Sinek, is that his name? The the guy who wrote The Infinite Mind. Oh, I uh, know. He did a, um, uh, a talk. He did an incredible TED talk that kind of like boosted him off into stardom. Yeah. Well, he, he talks about this and like it's, it's supposedly the parents that are pushing back against the teachers because they think that uh, they need to be able to contact their kids and they need to be able to know where they are at all times. Um, so like I'd be bring back the dumb phone because yeah. I think it's like getting to the stage where it's maybe as, as bad for you as 
drinking. My son had one of those a couple of months ago because he kept cracking his screen, and I was like, I'm not replacing it. So I bought him one that literally did nothing, just so he could get in touch with me if he wanted to, and it just yeah. sat in the bottom of his bag. But I must admit, my son's school is brilliant because they're banned. They're not allowed them in school at all. So he doesn't take his phone into school. And I'm quite a strict parent that he doesn't have it. He's 16. He's just turned 16. But he doesn't have his phone in his bedroom. It's left in the kitchen on charge. He just, do you know what I mean? There's a cutoff point where you don't need social media now. Get off it. So yeah, well, I think that's. Well, everybody else at school has it, and it's like, don't give a shit. If they were mine, they wouldn't. So we're not going down that road. It's probably a difficult, like that kind of resistance, because that pester power and that, like, you know, screw you, mom. I, I, I need to be doing what my, my peers are doing and whatnot. I imagine that's a huge challenge for a parent but uh good on you because like yeah it does that does the peer pressure doesn't worry me i just say i pay for the internet i pay for it when you're paying for it you can do what you want but i'm paying for it so you're not having it that's it and i'll flick the switch i literally will just flick the switch i'm i'm quite hard in some ways (laughs) and then i usually end the sentence with but i'm doing it for your own good that doesn't wash So listen, it's been absolutely lovely to speak to you, Nikki. So um, how can people get in touch with you? How's the best way that people can connect and see all your stuff? Uh, I would just go to the website, nickycullen.com, N-I-C-K-Y-C-U-L-L-E-N. Yeah, or Facebook. Brilliant. I'll put some show notes with this. So I'll put all your links and everything in that on where they can get in touch with you and everything. And thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It's a blast. I love talking to you. And there's a free PDF that I just made. It's not like uh, how to break the cycle of panic attacks. People might be interested in that. So if it's not, if it's not like if I haven't updated the 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 landing page or the the website, because there is a free kind of micro course at the moment. But if 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 someone wants that and it's not there, just send me an email and I'll send it to them. Brilliant. You're a star. Thank you so much. Catch up with you soon. All right, my dear. Thank you Take very care. much. Bye. Bye.